0: This is 365 Tech by Suites. Today we're talking about the tech scene in Columbus, Ohio, from my perspective as a student, from all of the meetups I've gone through, employees or employers I've worked for, as well as other meetings that I have with recruiters, and what I've seen here on campus. The factor I find most important in determining the tech scene are the meetups. Are people interested in learning more? Are people interested in collaborating and meeting up on these subjects? For today, there are actually three meetups in the Columbus area, and on average, for the next couple weeks, there's about two meetups per day, all tech-related. Today we have a Python Dojo meetup, a TechLife Columbus meetup for Code Jam Columbus, and then the Rust Society is having their monthly meeting. Other topics that are going to be in the next week include Python, HTML, CSS, JavaScript, Ruby and Ruby on Rails, Emacs, Google Drive, Salesforce, Amazon Web Service, otherwise known as AWS, career building, agile development, IoT, otherwise known as Internet of Things, Women in Code, as well as React.js. I actually met my last company that I worked for. It was a startup called Voice Metrics at Columbus Alexa Group Meetup. It was a meetup based around Amazon Alexa where we met up, talked about new uh, releases that Amazon Alexa had gone through. And after talking with, who ended up being the CEO of Voice Metrics, he was really interested in my passion and I came on and did a lot of integrations for the company and brought on a lot of new services onto their platform. That was an awesome experience to get to meet someone at a meetup and then to get an employment offer from that. You can have a lot of great collaborations in uh, meetups and definitely something that more people should leverage if you, whether you're learning code or you've been in code for a long time, from all aspects of the experience hierarchy, you can both receive benefits, uh, benefit from them, as well as give back if, whichever you're trying to do. Recruiters and career fairs are another aspect that contributes to the tech scene of an area. So for career fairs, what I've seen at The Ohio State University are a lot of insurance company, um, a lot of medical, and a lot of consulting. Insurance includes companies like, like Nationwide. Medical includes companies like Cover My Meds and consulting. A lot of small consulting firms that message a lot. And they, um, the, the one that I know off the top of my head is Tech Systems. They are a very good company who does a great job of networking with students and not pushing for direct employment, but more just working towards making sure that students are developing themselves correctly, trying to establish a relationship up front and early on, and maintaining that relationship over time. A lot of times while I was out in Chicago, I would hear people talk about wanting to maintain relationships from a recruiting standpoint. Tech Systems is one of the few companies that I've actually seen follow through with it, where they will message me every once in a while, just see where I'm at, see if I'm still looking for a full-time position, Sometimes I'll get a message asking if I want to work for a job, and outside of that, they, there's no stress there. It's our relationship, rather than it feels like a relationship. As for um, getting contacted by consulting companies, a lot of uh, a lot of people use LinkedIn. I get constantly contacted through LinkedIn. As long as you make a post once once in a while, you'll get messaged on LinkedIn. I can pretty much guarantee you. The internships that I saw at Career Fairs seemed very low low impact and they also seemed isolated in their own little sandbox the one company that stands out in my mind i'm not going to say the name but the entire internship was you build a project throughout the 12-week internship in your own team of interns and you'll have a couple mentors that are full-time employees and then at the end of the internship after you've built everything if they like it they might consider putting it into production that kind of ground my gears a little bit. I'm used to working on teams where I'm actively putting into code on a daily basis so to not only hear that I would be separated from full-time employees off on our own little intern play area corral pen. In addition I wasn't even gonna be sure if my code would get put into production that did not sound fun for me that sounded very low low impact low learning and not collaborative so I gave them my feedback and I know that I am different from a lot of people but I enjoy companies where interns are treated as full-time employees and that's what I've been promised when I'm gonna work at Amazon this summer in Seattle as a software development intern I'm going to be putting code into production on a daily basis expected to be treated as one of the engineers as as a student I know a lot and I can contribute a lot especially in a field like computer science where it's growing rapidly and it's always new frameworks and languages are constantly being created to try to isolate these and call them kids and interns is really degrading on us and if you're it's my own personal opinion, but I think you should treat interns with more respect and assume that they're going to be full-time employees because those are the kind of learning experiences we want as students. And I'm sure as employers, you want people who take on more responsibility, enjoy their job more, and are passionate about what they do, which you can only get by treating them as your equal and treating people with respect. In addition to for going back to recruiters, I also get contacted on Twitter occasionally, but mostly it sticks to LinkedIn. I love meeting up with people most of the time because they don't read through my resume. I just appear in searches. So here's how I game the LinkedIn system. I post anytime that I'm interested in a job. I find an article as I'm just scrolling through my morning feeds and then I'll make a LinkedIn post. And when you make a LinkedIn post, it I guess makes you spark as active and then, recruiters will just hit me up it's it's like clockwork I'll make a post on Monday morning and then Monday right around 12 1 o'clock I will get three or four messages from recruiters asking saying that they love my profile and they want to see if I'm interested in an opportunity if you're looking to get a job use LinkedIn uh, do try to game that system so when people message me they're mostly hitting me up for full-time positions and me as a student I'm not looking for that so I always ask for the coffee meeting and then we meet up for coffee and that's where they generally realize that I am NOT looking for full-time employment. Shame on them for not looking at my resume, which I have clearly linked throughout my page. So we sit there and ask them questions. What is the tech scene like in Columbus? Why do you feel the tech scene is improving? And I get varying degrees of answers depending on their level of expertise. Jobs will range anywhere from junior developer to senior management that I've gotten messaged for as a student. So the jobs are available. All recruiters will say that the Columbus Tech scene is improving, but very little know why. A lot of the arguments I get for why the Columbus Tech scene is growing is cost of living, because it's super cheap to live here in Columbus, and also the Midwest culture. It's very different from the West Coast culture and the East Coast culture. Midwest culture, especially here in the Columbus, Ohio area, is very unique. So what is Columbus doing today? Well, we've got two major venture capital firms, Drive Capital and Rev1 Ventures, both are funding for any one between seed and growth stages of business planning. Those are the biggest venture firms, but there are a few others smaller. When I ran a Google search I found them, but when I'm at hackathons and when I'm talking at meetups, Rev One is the big one and Drive Capital is its little brother, I'd say. In addition, we've got the Smart City Columbus, which is working to redefine travel and transportation. And in a competition against 77 cities in 20, yeah, 77 cities in 2016 for the Smart City Challenge, the U.S. Department of Transportation awarded smart awarded Columbus 40 million dollars, and Vulcan Incorporated gave us 10 million dollars to work on projects. Um, A total of 14 projects, I believe, that are all going to be rolled out in mid to late 2018. So this year, in a few months, we should get started with the projects. The projects that Columbus is going to be working on, I'm just going to list them off. There's a bunch. Integrated data exchange, connected vehicles, common payment, multimodal trip planning, smart mobility hubs, street lighting, collision avoidance, mobility assistance, enhanced permit parking, event parking management, delivery zone availability, connected electric autonomous vehicles, truck platooning, oversized vehicle routing and then last, interstate truck parking. While I was working with voice metrics, our CEO was in talks with Smart City Columbus to get our Alexa and Google Home platform leveraged to that audience and and to get it with them so they were in talks. I don't know if they ever f- fully got any partnerships with Smart City Columbus, but they were working on presenting data that Smart City is going to be collecting through the voice interface of Google Home and Amazon Alexa. Those are the big projects. That I That's the first time I've looked at the projects for Smart City Columbus. I was aware that we had received an award, but I wasn't aware of what the exact projects were. Each of those projects have descriptions on their website. You can just Google Smart City Columbus and you can find the website and then click on projects and you can see a description of each. Looks like there could be some really cool things happening. I'm excited to see how Columbus is going to implement these change, and I'm also excited to see how I can contribute because once this gets going or before it gets going, I've got a couple months now to look at what the city's going to need in order for the this these projects to be possible. And finding those needs, how can I as an expert in some of these fields create solutions, services, or products that are going to help make Columbus smarter or make their job in transitioning the city to be smart easier. If you've got any questions or comments, call in. Otherwise, I will catch you tomorrow.